is Kelman on Cliff Central. Yes, she is. Filmmaker, performance artist, web content creator, fledgling gender activist, aspiring saxophonist, lover and fighter, Mabatu Munso. Uh, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? Uh, what, what are you up to on a Friday usually? Um, on a Friday, usually it's my one day off. <laughs> For the past month, it's my one day off. But what I usually do is I try to get a bit of editing in and relaxing. Yeah. Nice. Can you ever relax, sir? Are you ever able to turn your artistry off? Because you really, and when we look at everything you've done from acting on soap operas, from Generations to Rhythm City to Nothing for Mahala to the movie project you got coming up, uh, Happiness is a Four Letter Word. Mm. Uh, and you're an actress, you're a producer, you're a director, all of these things. So ca- do you ever relax? What does that even mean to you? I do relax. Uh, strangely, it depends on what I'm doing, but I do find my work quite relaxing. Okay, exactly, because <laughs> so, you love what you do. Yeah, I do. Um, so, you know, the important thing is trying to find space for family, friends, that sort of thing. Uh, but relaxing, it's not really an issue. Yeah. We've spoken before, but yes. and I was listening back to it a little earlier on. We spoke last year, and we had Emmanuel Castus here, and we mm. did like a whole the actors, what are they about kind of thing. Yeah. But but while I was listening to it, I was wondering what kind of kid you were. <laughs> I don't know. We never covered that last time. Oh, my. What um, kind of kid was Mabatu? Awkward, moody, uh, spent a lot of time alone. I was quite a loner. You've um, got siblings. I do. I've got three siblings, two brothers and a sister. Older, younger? Uh, I've got an older brother, older sister, and a younger brother. Okay, so you're like the middle sort of Middle, there. yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, what do they do? Uh, they do a host of different things. My brother is in corporate sales. My sister is a dancer, but she also um, works in oncology. Uh, my younger brother is a, an aspiring musician. Yeah. So everyone in the family can't really be boxed as one thing. Kind of like you. I can't say you are just this. Um, in a way, I, I would say they're artists. Yeah. They're people with artistic spirits. Mm. Yeah. What does that mean, artistic spirit? Um, creative spirit, an inquisitive spirit, um, just that urge to do something fresh, new, creative, um, elements of entertaining, but also elements of educating. Which is a really big deal for you. It is, truly. Tell me about when the art is something that you want to use to change the world as opposed to just make money. Is that a switch? Mm. Is that always in the back of your mind? How does it work? You know, um, as you said, I started on Generations. And obviously, it's one of the biggest shows in the country, if yeah. not the biggest show in the country. And well, was. the first thing... <laughs> look, their viewership dropped, but they're still on 5 million plus. Yeah, it's a big show. Okay, so... Not at the numbers it was losing, when you were on, though. Uh, it was around 6, 7 then. Yeah. Um, but they still got... Like the highest number, really, to be honest. And what happens then is that the next day, you are famous. The following day. Mm. And what I found was it was so uncomfortable because I felt um, as much as, you know, entertainment, telling stories, and that is an important contribution. I always ask myself, but what have I done to deserve, you know, this ululation and being put on the front cover and being celebrated that much? There was always like something quietly guilty. You know, feeling like, what am I doing except accepting a lot of um, celebration admiration. but and admiration? But what has the contribution that I've made? Is it equivalent to the celebration that I'm getting in return? This is unbelievably interesting what you're saying. And it's interesting because in this day and age, everybody wants to be famous. Fame is the new mm. cocaine. Mm. And what you're saying is that once you achieve fame, sometimes understanding fame is a hell of a lot harder than what it seemed. 
You know, I think it's different for different people. Um, just with conversations that I've had with colleagues, <laughs> you know, not everyone um, sees it the way that I do. And of course, there are those who do. But it is that thing that you can't explain to the next person. <laughs> it's that thing that you, you experience and you understand mm. for yourself in relation to your life, to your personality, to your character. Is it a bit of a crisis you go through? That word celebrity is rooted mm. in the word celebrate. Mm. So why are people celebrating you? You couldn't quite figure that out. What was the point? Because, I mean, we should be actually celebrating people that run charities. Mm. We should be celebrating, you know, people that change the world that are, mm. you know, in the middle of a war-torn country right now trying to mm. help people out. So it's interesting what we've chosen to celebrate as humans. I think I think everything does have its place, though. I mean, think about how actors and musicians will be taken to war areas, for example, to entertain the soldiers yeah. or whatever it may be, just to either help them escape or de-stress, or sometimes just watching a film helps you understand your own life. Maybe mm. there were things that you couldn't quite put your finger on that were going wrong or that you couldn't explain, and watching it happen with somebody else, and you've got that distance, you're able to say, okay, I think I get that. So it definitely has a powerful role to play. Um, but when you know your own capabilities and you know you have not lived your full potential and yet you've been celebrated, mm. this, that's when that little bit of you know, question, that guilt, that conflict Kind of in. creeps in, yeah. So there's a big difference between you and generations and now, and the world has changed a hell of a lot, and that yeah. big difference is the internet. The internet yes. has become a platform for everybody to tell their stories. Yeah. Uh, and, and you've taken an interesting approach in terms of what the internet means to you as an artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, um, there's, so ma- there's so much that that people want to contribute but don't necessarily have the platform to do it. And what the internet technology and all of that does is gives you an opportunity to do that. Think about just making a film, for example. Now we've got DSLR cameras. You know, I can take a camera and go shoot the thing myself. I don't have to have 20 grand and a a huge crew and all that. And once I've done that film, where do I take it? Uh, Which broadcaster is going to take it? I can put it on, on YouTube. I can put it online. Which is exactly what you're doing for a new web series that you are the director and creator of. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called, if I'm not mistaken here, Woman on Sex. Yes. Uh, we've got a clip from it because the clip actually speaks for itself. So okay. it's Women's Month. It's August. Mm-hmm. Mabatu decides that she's not just going to take an Instagram selfie on the 9th of August. <laughs> and you decide to do this whole web series, which you're rolling out now. Mm-hmm. But particularly you decide to kick it off in August. And... Just before I play the clip, I want mm. you to think about 10 years ago where you would have heard this kind of audio in South Africa. Would you have even heard someone or a young woman say something like this? And it's because you wouldn't have that this is so powerful and the internet is so powerful and what my is doing is so powerful. I was raised in a very conservative Christian family. Um, very limited views, I think, on, on most things. My parents have never taught me about sex. They have never... They change the channel when people are kissing on TV. Um, they've gone to extremes. When I was in, in, in Standard 5, um, Grade 7, my parents would collect us from school when they were sexy. Now, where the hell in the world would you have heard that story 10 years ago? It wouldn't have been on South African TV. Yeah. It wouldn't have been on South African radio. Yeah. So that's the power of the internet. And you've really decided to harness that power in a very specific way with a specific social message. Why this social message? Look, it started many years ago. I mean, that particular clip you're playing, I shot in 2012, believe it or not. Yeah. And it started with a conversation on the phone with my friend, you know, and we're just asking each other, what, 
what influences our social, uh, our sexual choices and how far do our sexual choices influence our social choices? You know what I mean? If, if you believe, um, in purity and virginity and know your place as a woman, how does that translate itself into the world and everything else that you do at work? Um, just walking down the street, really. And I walked away from that conversation with so many questions. Mm. And I thought if, if I have these questions and I've access to the internet, um, I have access to a platform and I still have these, these questions. How many other women have these questions? Mm. And I thought, well, I'd like to ask them. And if I'm going to ask them, I better put it on record. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, because like you said, it wasn't easy to come by that type of conversation. No, those yeah. conversations don't exist anywhere in traditional yeah. media. So I thought, okay, then I'm, I'm going to put it on record and I'm going to make sure it exists. And this is the good side of the internet. A lot of the time, you know, internet gets a bad rap as yes. just a place of, I don't know, porn. Yeah. But, <laughs> but this is, this is sparking social conversation and social change. And so for you as an artist, how does it fill your cup that you're mm. able to put this kind of stuff into the world? Oh my word. In such a big way, because I, I did that as a pilot to take to TV because I thought, okay, this is missing, obviously. Mm. And I cannot tell you the fear that I experienced from, you know, the broadcasters and the people who make those sort of decisions of what goes on to TV. There was so much resistance. Um, and for a while it put me down because I thought, what am I going to do? I mean, how do I, how do I get this thing out there? Mm. Um, and also, like you say, the internet is such a big space. You feel like you're going to be swallowed and sort of, disappear yeah <laughs> you know you don't always feel like i am going to put it there and it will make some sort of impact but it is i mean right now it is but it took quite a while and yeah. it still has room to grow honestly i love that you're saying this we've got a whole movement here at cliff central we call it internet central yeah uh and we're working with the folk at mweb in trying to get people to understand how you can use the internet for really good stuff and mm. to put stuff that you're passionate about online mm. it's not just about tinder yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much more that you can do. There is. And I mean, you give, you give your product life. It's not confined to 9 p.m. on a Thursday night on channel 123. Mm. It's a link that you can send to anyone at any time and they can watch it at any time, anywhere, really. Um, so it gives it life. It gives it the opportunity to go from one person to another. Um, it's, it's, it's powerful. It's a powerful medium. That's why I suppose it's so easy to abuse it mm. because it's it's got that power. What do you want people to take away from this series? Uh, it's a 10-part web series, Woman on Sex. I think the first episode is up. The yeah. trailer's also up. Yeah. Uh, and you obviously know what the rest of the season looks like. Mm. But uh, what are people going to take away from this as each episode goes up online? You know, uh, it's not that the country doesn't have conversations about sex. It's what kind of conversations we have about sex and where mm. we have them and where we're able to have them. Um, so, for instance, we'll talk a lot about unwanted pregnancy, disease, um, and those conversations are important. But what I want to take away from this, what I want people to take away from this show is that there is a whole other context that we could have a conversation about sex around. For example, you cannot talk about sex without talking about power. You can't talk about sex without talking about money, without talking about gender, mm. without talking about... Work, you know what I mean. There are people who still have to give sexual favors in in order to get a job. Yeah. So, and that's a reality in essay. Yeah, I, th I don't time. think that we realize because obviously the media is supposed to hold up a mirror to society and yes. say this is who you are. Yes. But in South Africa, we are holding up a mirror that is by no means really reflecting mm. the life of yeah. the average South African. Instead, what we tend to want to do, especially in film and television, is tell people who they are as opposed to. 
doing exactly what you're saying, reflecting. Yeah. You know, we want to insist that no, 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 ignore your truth. This is who you are because this is what I've decided mm. that you are. So, um, I want, I want this, the show to make us reflect even in those uncomfortable spaces and to unearth those conversations that are already happening everywhere and put them on record and put them out in the open. You know, there's nothing to hide. We have to talk about it. We have to talk about it. Otherwise, things happen behind closed doors. Mm. And then we wonder, you know, why What's there's happened? so much gender violence while yes. all these things are happening. It's because yes. we're not having a conversation around it. Yes. Because we're trying to sweep something under the rug. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, with all of that in mind, because it is Women's Month. And uh-huh. yesterday, interestingly enough, we were speaking about a female president in SA. Mm. And the whole conversation we were having is... Should we even be saying, should we have a female president? Why aren't we saying, should we just not have the best possible president mm, we can? Mm. Because this labeling it, it exists we in have every to say, space. We have to say, when will we have a female president? Because it seems like a far-fetched idea at the moment. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not um, a default. It's not, we are not equal. There is no gender equality, really. And even among women themselves, there is no class. I mean, there's classic things. There's homophobia. There's still all of that to tackle. So we're nowhere near just saying let's have the best president possible if we haven't equalized the playing field. How do you reconcile your human experience? Mm-hmm. And, and what I mean by that is, on the one hand, here's Mabatu. She's, she's looking at everything trending on Twitter. She sees that Google have invented a car that drives itself. Mm-hmm. On the other hand... Here we are having a conversation around Women's Month and gender-based violence. And how do you reconcile the unbelievable innovation Mm. humanity is supposedly making, Mm -hmm. but the unbelievable stupidity that that humans experience and are sort of propelling on a daily basis? How do we reconcile that we're this force of people that do unbelievable stuff, but Mm. then also are not not getting the basics (laughs) right? We can't even look at someone without seeing how big their nose is or what color of skin they are. So how the hell do you reconcile it for you? You know, it's one of the most frustrating things because at times you feel like these are distractions and at times you feel this is an important innovation. But once again, it creates a gap between who can access that innovation and who can't. Mm. For example, uh, we have a huge thing about transformation in the film industry and just giving women really more power. And for every two women that get um, a promotion or get given that powerful position, there are 20 that have to be exploited in order to get that two going. But because it's happened, we are all celebrating that two and saying, yes, there is change happening. But what it it has done is distract us from the other 20 that have had to be exploited Mm -hmm. in order to put those two. Because then they can always say, I mean, look, there's those two women that we promoted last week. What are you talking about? So it's like... It's give and take. It's, it's, so, yeah, it's conflict. Yeah. It doesn't matter that Samsung have a phone that has a seamless screen and it has an edge and it, yeah. those things but, don't matter. But look, at the end of the day, like we were saying earlier, I'm able to put this series online yeah. because that innovation exists. If it didn't, I would still be knocking on broadcasters doors, begging them to take the, the show. And those who were interested wanted to change the integrity of the show, mm. you know. No, man, talk more about men. Men are extinct. You know, I was hearing those things. I promise you. From men? Yeah. <laughs> because they control the platform. Ugh. You know what I mean? So those innovations do do play a role in, you know, helping certain situations. And in some situations, they make things worse. 
Because of the exploitation that happens. Sure. Uh, it's a tough one, right? It needs like a show of its own. It really does. <laughs> well, we're on the internet. We can make one. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about you for a second. What else is going on? Obviously, this web series is happening. Obviously, yes. big deal. Happiness is a four-letter word, which is mm. in production. You're one of the lead actresses. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else is happening with Mabatu? Um, well, I'm also in pre-production for a film, like a short film that I'll be directing that I wrote. How do you do the wrote, direct and starring thing? Well, I haven't done that yet. Okay. Um, that is, you know, I was saying to someone yesterday, do you think I should give myself a cameo in the short film? Then I can break the ice (laughs) 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 because some of my favorite uh, filmmakers do that. You know what I mean? Your, your, your Spike Lee's, um, uh, Rodriguez, like I like, I like that. Apparently but, you just act and then run back to the monitor oh and play word. back and then go back and act. I think I'd be so self-conscious, but I think it's something everyone should try at least once, even I, if it's a five-minute yeah. film. <laughs> I think it's a great uh, thing for control freaks because yeah, now is, you control right? everything. Right? You don't have to shout at the actor. And then, you are the actor. And then there you are sitting in the edit watching yourself mess up your own <laughs> movie, right? <laughs> or you're thinking, that performance, what the hell is but happening But you probably there? wouldn't and think that you're messing part. it up. You you probably, so? Your ego would probably be so big oh, that you would think word. you're making it. Oh, my word. That is... No. Oh no. <laughs> this, this ego, this word ego, it doesn't look like it kind of manifests massively in you. It seems like you've got it in check. Mm, I've got a terrible relationship with ego. What's, what's happening? <laughs> like my daily prayer is make me meek, universe, make, make me wow, meek. Wow. What do you mean? What is your relationship with ego? <laughs> you know, um, I think ego manifests itself in so many different ways. And what happens with me is that I become so, um, hard on myself. And I, I think in a way that's an arrogance. I can be corrected, you know, to think that, okay, you, you can't fail. You can't make a mistake. Um, and I always have to remind myself that no, actually that is how the most successful people learn mm. from the mistakes. So that thing, it's usually with myself, really, when I'm alone and then those demons come up and it's like, have you done the best that you could have done? <laughs> you know, but I think when you're humble, you're able to look at that objectively. And say I made a mistake, okay, move on. But maybe the fact that you're so conscious of it means it's not such a big deal. Because by being so conscious of it, you're keeping it in check all day. Maybe. It's when you can't actually realize what the problem is that yeah. it's most dangerous. It's I'll, like when you I'll are, meditate on that. <laughs> like when you are overweight and you don't realize that it's because you're eating too much. Mm. You think it's because of something else. But it's you putting the food into your mouth and you can't grasp that, then that's a real problem. But at least if you understand and you keep it in check, then I don't know. I'll think about it. <laughs> I'll think about it. Who who knows you the best in the world? Wow, who knows me the best in the world? Hmm. Okay, my sister, my bestie, and my boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. Mm. How long have you been dating this? Dude oh for? my god! I, don't <laughs> <laughs> I walked into that one, didn't I? <laughs> I know how great when you just walk into it, and you obviously walk in here thinking like that's the one thing I don't want to talk about. You know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh death! Um, are you really waiting for an answer? Right. Your eyes are like answer me. Long enough for him to know me well. Okay. Ooh, look at Ooh, that. That was very good. You know, the next question is why aren't you married? What's going on? What do you think about marriage? Oh my God! Yes. So the script that I was telling you about of the short film is exactly about that. It's okay. about marriage um, and what it means to be a woman in a marriage. And also what it means to be a man, an evolved man in a marriage when society wants you to be like the stereotype idea of what a man is supposed to be. So my views on marriage. Oh, Lord, where do I begin? 
I'm okay for the most part of my life I was anti marriage extremely. Yeah. Um why? Because really I think I think the way it was designed really was to just get a free slave. <laughs> 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 you know, to make a woman a free slave, to control women, to subdue women. Um, I read, the, I read a, a, a whole essay about how marriage actually was just designed to, around property. Wow. And, you know, just to make sure your woman stays faithful, she's yours, so that you can ensure the paternity of your children and then your inheritance can go down to your kids. So in this phase of your life, you weren't writing any romantic comedies. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And no. then what happened? It switched. It hasn't switched particularly, but I think, you know, as time goes, people start to redefine things and what they mean to them. Mm. So it, it really then boils down to if I were to get married, what, what would that agreement be? You know, because I'm certainly not following society's, um, idea of what marriage is supposed to be. I'm not interested in that. I'm not interested in assuming the character of wife. I'm me first, mm. <laughs> you know, and I want to stay me. I don't want to give up my name. I don't want to give up my identity. I don't want to give up my dreams, my hopes. I want to continue with those things. And you know what the funniest thing is? People date for like 12 years, right, as individuals coming together, and they're happy. And then they get married. And then they... And then everyone tells them how to behave in the marriage, who to be. And it's like, what about those 12 years where they were so happy that they decided they should be together forever? And then after they jump that threshold... They have to be something else. I, I don't know. It's it's weird for me. I, but it's case by case. Is it? I don't know. So where are you at with it now? In a sentence. Um, unsure. Unsure. Yeah, I'll give it to you in a word, man. Unsure. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Int- is it? Do you think it's a good time to be alive? Twenty fifteen. It's always a good time to be alive, but yeah, it really is a good time to be alive right now, depending on what um your passions are. For example, we watched um, last year and this year the university students fighting for transformation. And it was a mixed group of students, you know. Um, And I remember reading one tweet and someone saying, "Uh, Dear History, remember that this movement had homosexuals, transgender people, women. And Mm. I was so moved by that. You know what I mean? The fact that we can, to some extent, even if it's the tiniest, have a voice and put it on record somewhere. And that people are not as um, oblivious and smoked out as we think they are. You know how we always look at the youth and think, oh, in our time, we were this and this and mm. that. But we went through those same institutions. Well, maybe not me. Yeah. <laughs> and did nothing. I didn't go to those institutions. That's what I mean. <laughs> okay. And did nothing. And here we are talking about, oh, they're so into uh, coolness and they think they're all that in selfies Instagram, and yeah. they are the ones saying transform this institution that yeah. has been around for hundreds of years. So there's, there are really exciting things happening right now. What's the most important thing to take away from Mabatu in 2015? To take away from me. Oh my word. That's a difficult one. And I it's would... difficult because she doesn't make anything about her. <laughs> Because usually, like an actress or a director will come in here, and you know, we'll start speaking about social issues, and then they'll bring it back to like, well, this project and that project, and this movie's coming out, and that movie's coming out, and I'm writing this. But that you usually that means they're brilliant at marketing, and maybe I just suck at marketing. No, no, no. It means that you. It just means that you're socially conscious. Yeah, possibly. Which okay, is, which I'll is take that. Which is important. That. So, what's the most important thing to take away from you right now? Okay. Because I'm trying to go against what you just said right now. <laughs> I would say, um, don't let your fear govern you. Do what you know is right anyway. 
there's no, there's never going to be a moment where you're not scared, mm. where you're not um, unsure. You know, if 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 you feel passionate about something, don't let your fear govern you. Do what you know is supposed to be done, even if you're like you're trembling and you're about to fall on the floor and in your puddle of tears. Do it. Such a powerful sentence that don't let your fear govern you. Yeah. That's uh, Mabatu Munsu. Uh, thank you very much for hanging out. How do we keep up with you all day? Thank you. Okay, I am on Twitter at Mabatu Munsu, double M-A-B-A-T-H-O, because my name needs to be spelled, <laughs> M-O-N-T-S-H-O. I'm on Instagram, um, Munsu, the black. Yeah, those are the two spaces I'm most active on. And if you want to follow Women on Sex, on Twitter, it's at Women on Sex. On Facebook, it's at Women on Sex. And then on YouTube, Women on Sex. And that's where you can see it. It's a 10-part web series. Uh, Mabatu is the producer and director of that 10-part web series, Using the Internet to Change the World. So cool hanging out. Thank you so much for having me. I had so much fun. Dope. <laughs> Thank you. This is Kelman on Cliff Central. That uh, really was as she makes her way out of the Cliff Central studio. Such a dope chat there with um, Mabatu Munsu. Uh, and I just love what we spoke about the internet. And like I was saying in that interview, Internet Central, it's this movement we've got going on. We want people to get the best out of the internet, to live their best possible lives using the internet. Uh, so us and MWeb, uh, we're doing this hashtag Internet Central thing. Uh, and if you want to keep up with MWeb, and get better internet because they're really good at doing good internet. You can join MWeb online at mweb.co.za. You can also connect with them on Twitter. It's at mwebconnect or hit them up on facebook.com forward slash mweb. The internet will change your life if you let it. So, yeah, let it change your life. This is Kelman on Cliff Central.